A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Let's sit back because it's time for the podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. This is a lockdown episode. Uh, I hope you're well. Uh, we are going to keep... Uh, we're, we're in a pretty good position to um, keep recording episodes with guests provided they've got the gear. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I don't... Oh, here we go. I was going to go into a drug thing. Fuck that. Um, I hope you're good. I hope it's uh, not getting to you too badly. Uh, it's not getting to me too badly. I would say that it's... I mean, can you imagine if we didn't have, like, internet or TV and shit? Fuck me. It would be... First of all, I mean, it would be boring for one, but the anxiety. Jesus Christ. Thankfully, you know, I can ease my anxiety by going on Twitter and finding out what the public think of me. So, you know. Um, but anyway, I hope all's going well. Um, I hope you're not dealing too much with uh, panic, secondary panic, as a result of other people panic buying. Or you might be listening to this absolutely loving life because you panic bought and um, you've got shitloads in the house. I, I wonder... With this panic buying, I'm in two minds about it. And I sound like somebody that's panic bought. I haven't panic bought. Let me just clarify that. But I don't, people are sort of putting up on Facebook and Twitter and, you know, the social media outlets, don't you? You don't need me to list them every time I refer to social media. Um, the thing, you get people posting up going, these arseholes who are panic buying. And yeah, I do think they are, um, it's unfortunate that the panic buying is happening. And I do think these people are being very short sighted. Uh, and arguably moronic. However, it does come from a, a not a good place. It does come from a place where they're what they're shitting themselves and they're misinformed or they've just made the wrong choices, and so they're freaking out and they're sort of looking after them. As I said, that I sort of lost sympathy for them to be honest. Because I, I, as I said, the sentence looking after themselves it shouldn't be about that should it there should be a fucking sense of community shouldn't there you'll fucking scum you lot uh but you might be sitting you might be listening to this freaking out or you might be sitting to the sitting listen to this absolutely loving it because you've got loads of shit and what i'd love to know is if you panic bought a ton of crap do you give a shit about people saying you should be ashamed of yourself if a politician or a celebrity, or somebody goes online to say, um, just to let you know, th those of you that are panic buying, can you please stop doing it? NHS workers need to get this off, which they do, by the way. I'm saying that as if I'm being trite and uh, don't believe that. I 100% believe that. It's a nightmare. Can you imagine if you're working in the NHS, you've got a like you've got to be worrying about doing your job in unprecedented times and then you can't even have some fucking frosties i can't imagine if you work for the nhs you're eating frosties are you you must have some sort of level of self-regard where you wouldn't be eating something with that amount of sugar in it um anyway the point i'm trying to make is 
I, I just can't believe that people that have panic bought would give a shit. They should be sitting there going, okay, fine. I should be ashamed of myself, but I'll deal with that shame by tucking into one of my 27 pot noodles that I've bought. I just don't think people think like that. I'd love to think that there's people that are feeling ashamed and then they go out and start handing out shit. Do you know what I mean? Start knocking on people. Well, not don't knock on people's doors. It's supposed to be social distancing for fuck's sake. But just going around to different houses, dropping off a Bombay bad boy for each person that lives in your road because you feel so ashamed of yourself for what you've done. That's four minutes and I don't think I've said anything interesting. The point of these little, we're doing little mini episodes and the point of these little mini episodes is I want to do a little album recommendation. I, I, I did dabble with the idea of um, doing two per episode, like one old one, one new one, but there's not enough good news. Well, there probably is enough good news stuff, but I ain't got fucking time to find it. What have I been listening to at the moment? I've been listening to the J Electronica album. In the land before time, a land before altar boys, in the gods and shrines, man was in his prime. Look how far I go in time just to start a rhyme. The method is sublime, you get blessed with every line. I'm in touch with every shrine from Japan to Oaxaca. The melanated, carbon dated, phantom of the chakras. Me and Puff, we was chilling in Miami. He said, nigga, fuck the underground. You need to win a Grammy for your mama. It's called a written testimony, by the way. A written testimony. I really like it. I, I, I sort of can't help liking it. But okay, for those of you that don't know who J, J Electronica is, J Electronica is this rapper who emerged, I think he's 43 now, but he emerged like maybe 10, 12 years ago. And he's not like it style-wise, but I would compare him to Sean Price in terms of just the way he raps is, is magical. Do you have that? I always get so excited when I hear a rapper like Doom, like Sean Price, like I would say like Most Def, where you feel like you could hear them doing anything on any beat and it would just, you, you would love it. And it doesn't matter what they're talking about. It's just something about their cadence. It does matter what they're talking about, I guess. But like, I used to feel like that about Camp Low. I used to love Campbell and think like I could listen to these guys run over any beat. Oh God, I've totally lost the fucking point of what I was saying. Anyway, so that was, oh yeah, that was it. That was what Jay Electronic was about. And then it was ages and ages and ages. We kept hearing about a Jay Electronic album was coming out and it finally has come out. And is the album worth it? Well, first of all, I would say he's only on about 50% of the album and it's basically a collaboration album with Jay-Z. Now, obviously, it's exciting, depending on how you feel about that, to, to get some new stuff from Jay-Z. My question to you would be, would you rather hear Jay-Z all over the album than Jay Electronica you haven't heard anything from for ages? Well, certainly not heard very much from. I got over that fairly quickly. I just, I just like the album. My favourite songs on it, I would say, are probably Shiny Suit Theory and Fruits of the Spirit. Uh, I snap on the track like the fingers of Thanos. Como también nosotros perdonamos. A los que nos ofenden. Saw love, all Wimbledon with the pendant. All I have in this world is my flag and my sword. I'm on the battlefield with the flag of my lord. My shahada is my cantata. My heart chakra light up when I make size that fire. Depending on what type of hip hop you like, I would thoroughly recommend also the Jadakiss album, Ignatius. Now, the reason I say depending on what you like is I don't know if. If you like, you're sort of the person that likes Jay Electronica, uh, if you're also the sort of person that would like Jadakiss, I love Jadakiss. And if you're thinking, I wonder if Jadakiss has done a different type of record to what he normally does, he hasn't really, but it is great. No 
now let's go As soon as they hear the voice in the flow They already know it's And I ain't even in the game But as soon as something happen Who the first one they blame is Give your time, you a lame Stop mentioning my name, my nigga Why you worry about I'm in a group meeting They took pick from us Now it's just Luch peeing so, Okay, so, so when I can I'll do recommendations, alright But I mean uh, a lot of people think my taste is shit, so maybe you could um, you could use the examples I'm giving you as albums to possibly avoid. So the album I want to talk about is Phrenology. Phrenology, which is the the fifth studio album from the band The Roots. Uh, the Roots, who I love. Uh, the reason I mention this album is I just don't think this album gets enough love. And I know I'm always talking on the podcast about how much I don't like... Well, it's not that I don't like live hip-hop. It's just that I would say, at an estimate, in all the hip-hop gigs I've been to, I would say 65% of them have been subpar. And by subpar, I sort of mean I had a great... I had a good time because I was hearing tunes I knew, but I wouldn't take somebody to watch this band, I guess. So the roots, I would take. I would take my wife to watch. My wife is basically litmus test. Lisa's the litmus test here. Um, I would take Lisa to watch De La Soul. I would take Lisa to watch the roots. I would take Lisa to watch Common. Uh, do I know acts that aren't involved with OK Player website? Yes, I do. But those are three that have just come off my at the top of my head. So yeah, uh, and the roots are a great live band. Black Thought, one of the best rappers in the world. I don't think that's debatable backed up by an incredible band. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, does it? And seeing them live is amazing. Absolutely amazing. One of the reasons that they're so amazing live is they'll do all their own stuff. And then as an encore, they do loads of sick covers of um, like classics. I think one of the songs I remember, I remember going to see them uh, a while ago and they did uh, Roxanne, like an amazing version of Roxanne. It was so good. Um, their album, Phrenology, followed their, their biggest album, which is Things Fall Apart. And Things Fall Apart is a great album. And I'm not saying don't listen to that. It's just that Phrenology doesn't get the love. And it's, uh, I don't think it gets the love. Maybe that's, a, maybe that's my imagination. Um, I don't think it gets the love. It's got some amazing tracks on it. The breakout song from Phrenology is a song called The Seed 2.0, which is a, a, a reversion of the seed which is on Cody Chestnut's album Headphone Masterpiece. And the song is like, it's just amazing. Knocked up nine months ago. And what she finna have, she don't know. She want Neo Soul, cause it hop is old. She don't want no rock and roll. She want platinum or ice and gold. She want a whole lot of sun to fall. If you were obstacles, you just drive your cold. Cause one month you don't stop the show. Little Mary's bad. It's between this and Break You Off. So Break You Off was another big song on this album, which had Music Soul Child on it, which is more of a sort of an R&B song. Um, but C2.0 was that song that was like massive on the album and was also an amazing tune. Um, the whole album's great, though. I don't think there's a dud on it. It's got Rock You, which is great, like early on. Um... It's got Thought at Work, which is just Black Thought going off. Yo, with a freak set, looking at me. You want to see Black, then jump on it. Until the jumps and think they might want it. I might stop to ride and dump on it. I send a couple of balls to that corner of yours and roll out with a nigga slumped on it. You see Black fall back, son. Me and Shock have been a Black Regal, no insurance. We like D.E.A. It's just an amazing song. I- I- I've read about this album that Black Thought was going more for 
flow and musicality of his rhymes rather than actual quotable lyrics, which is arguably true. I don't, I, that wasn't my impression when I listened to it. When I listened to it, it didn't occur to me. But yeah, I guess Black Thought has got loads of quotables. Do a lot of them come up on this album? I don't know. Oh, fuck knows. I mean, I'm going too deep into the discussion here because I'm in my bedroom and I'm just chatting absolute shit. And there's something about talking when somebody else is in the room that makes you self-edit. And it makes you less likely to chat absolute shit. So I apologise for this. It, it's going to James anyway. So any anything that you find boring that I'm saying, it's James's fault actually, more than mine. Because, you know, I'm just shooting here. I'm just shooting the shit. The, the true podcast appears in the edit. Um, that's just me playing James with this is crap. Um, so Thought at Work, Break You Off is a great R&B tune. Uh, Pussy Galore, I love that song. It's just all about using sex to sell stuff. The whole album's great. I would thoroughly recommend it. Seed 2.0 is special to me because it is the reason that I managed, that, that Lisa got into the roots. Because I'd taken her maybe once before this, and I was talking, I'd taken to a few hip hop gigs, and I took her to see the roots. And before I was taken to see the roots, I thought I want to get her familiar with some of their tunes, you know, because it's nice, isn't it? It's better. Even though the roots are great, and it is great to hear songs the first time live. Arguably not by most hip-hop artists, because most hip-hop gigs, you have to love the tunes to fucking put up with the versions that put out live. But, you know, that's for another day's discussion. Uh, maybe I've been too harsh there, sorry. But it's nice, isn't it, when you're familiar with the songs. So I thought I'd play the songs. And the C2.0 is one that stood out to her, and uh, it was great. Except for the fact that Lisa was saying to me at that time, uh, that she didn't want me to be the one to keep going and getting drinks because she felt like that was a bit, not sexist, but, you know, she's like, I can go to a bar and get drinks, you know. And then I was like, okay, fine, go and get the drink. And then she went to get the drinks. Um, is that out of order? I let her get drinks. I think probably what was out of order is me saying that. What I meant was, when I say let, I don't mean permitted. I mean, I said, okay, I won't get the drinks, you get the drinks. I acquiesced to her request to go and get the drinks and I just was still in the gig fuck me is that going to get me cancelled um, and then when she came back she was like absolutely buzzing she gave me the drinks I was like well Jesus Christ I mean it, I don't think it was that exciting to go to a bar and get drinks first of all by the way let's just say much quicker than me so much quicker than me I mean that it's foolish actually for a, a bloke to go to a bar if you're in a couple or with any girls it's much better to send girls to the bar it, and that's not because they're like you know, a bit of eye candy for the bar staff. Even if the bar, the girls behind the bar, even if it's women, they still get served quicker because there's something charmless about a bloke at a bar. There you go. Fuck me. I'm talking about the roots, am I? Anyway, the point is, she came back, she was buzzing. I said to her, what are you so excited for? Anyway, she, she got chatted up at the bar. Some bloke started chatting her up. And here you go. Here's a story for you, okay? Because she had gone, let me get the drinks. I'd gone, yeah, okay. Being all cash about it, she goes to the bar, she gets the drinks. The bloke starts chatting her up. He says to her, can I get you a drink? She says, no, I'm actually getting these drinks for me 
uh, myself. And then he goes, who are you getting drinks for? She says, my boyfriend is over in the gig. He said, you know what he said, don't you? If I was your boyfriend, I would never let you out of my sight. <clears throat> I mean, there's a strong argument that I could have just gone to the bar with Lisa and let her go directly to the bar and just stood near her. That would have stopped anybody chatting to her and would have also been the more gentlemanly thing to do. Um, but do, but it would have it would have taken away her moment of enjoying being chatted up. So it was actually a good thing. It was actually a good thing that she went to the bar. Oh, I've got a couple of things to say before I go, okay? We're almost done here, don't worry. Uh, there'll probably be another one coming out in about an hour. Um, two things. One, The Roots live album, unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. And I've always been one in the past for not giving a shit about live albums. Um, and then I, uh, but the, the, and the only people that I know, well, I listen to Kermode and Mayo a lot. And they're always going about live albums and how sometimes a live version of the song is better than the uh, the original. Um, and so, uh, and that is true with The Roots. The Roots live album uh, really is worth getting. And if you haven't got it, get it. Um, so I'm, I, I love seeing The Roots live. And then they got appointed, hired as Jimmy Fallon's house band. And obviously that's exciting for them, but also exciting for you as a fan because Jimmy Fallon, his late show is a mainstream show. And you're sort of thinking, oh, that's great the roots are getting this exposure they're going to be a house but this is so cool that i'm living in a time when a top quality hip-hop band get to be a house band on a thing that's exciting but at the same time i was gutted because they're not going to be touring live anymore it's a bit upsetting isn't it but we did a show called just another immigrant and uh i'm always banging on about these shows but the show when i went to america and tried to break america okay so in that show we had a writer called, on that show, we had a writer called David Young, who I've since become friends with. And David Young, who's an amazing comedy writer, um, he uh, had been, he had been one of the writers on Fallon. And we were sitting having lunch early on in the show, like working on Just Another Immigrant. And I said to him, oh, mate, I love some of the sketches on that show. And then I started telling him about how much I loved the Hawkeye sketch on Jimmy Fallon. Now, if you don't know the Hawkeye sketch, it's where... Um, Jeremy Renner, who plays Hawkeye, went on Fallon and he sung a song about um, about his superpowers. Anyway, I was raving about that sketch to David and he his eyes lit up and he told me he wrote that sketch. It was like one of them moments. Do you know what I mean? Where you're not one of those set up moments where you know somebody's done something and you pretend to, to like it so that they feel flattered. I mean, I love that sketch. He was sitting there and I ended up raving about it and he was actually the guy that wrote it. So my album for today is Phrenology. Check it out. Tell me what you think. I'm going to try and make the Hip Hop Save My Life Facebook page um, live and actually do stuff on it. So when this goes out, I'm going to put a little Phrenology thread on there and you tell me what you think. You can also, on there, I'm going to put a little suggestion thing. You can suggest some albums you want me to talk about and also tell me if this is actually worth doing. Feel free to tell me if this is utterly fucking boring. Or, how about this? Better than that. Better than telling me it's boring. Tell me what you'd like from the pod, okay? Uh, Because you might as well. I've got shitloads of time on my hands. Uh, Might as well make use of it. Um, Okay, guys. Phrenology. Check it out. Tell me what you think. Bye-bye.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.